the time is 23 minutes to 8. This is Conversations on Energy FM 102.1 and Choice FM 101.1. With every month closing and the next starting, it helps to always remind yourself of a lot more courage you need to proceed. On Motivation Monday tonight, I'm joined by author, speaker and coach Ndlandlama Farafara. Tonight's topic is Take Charge of Your Life. Join us in this uh, motivation session on our WhatsApp line 0792951212 and you can also give us a call on 0151510135 Ntlantla good evening and welcome Good evening Rebecca and good evening to our listeners at home and uh, everybody and wherever they're listening to us from How are you I'm very blessed thank you I'm very very blessed yeah what does taking charge of one's life mean? Um, let, let me let's take it back to the second of September. On the second of September, I started a talk and I titled it "Challenging Yourself." Mm-hmm. And I remember I said, 20 years from now, you will regret the things that you did than the, the things that you did not do than the things that you did." Meaning that you are likely to look back and be disappointed with yourself for having passed by your own life as if you were a visitor. Um, I think most some some of the people are actually living their life as if they, as if they are a guest in their own life so they're in their own life but it's like somebody else owns it and somebody has to make a decision they're waiting for somebody else to give them direction they're waiting for somebody else to tell them how things how things um as a matter of fact i think um, a whole lot of us um are expecting people uh, to like us we're expecting people to understand us and support us we're expecting people to buy into our ideas before we buy into ourselves i think we expect ourselves to be able to convince the next person but we can't convince ourselves we we expect that um, other people to uh, sort of be there for us but we can't be there for ourselves i did a talk not uh, some some time ago and i talked about the man in the mirror uh, i talked about this the the, the, the the self-projecting image that you need to to sort of um, uh, develop i was also listening to a talk that i did some time ago and i remembered a statement in one of the things that i did that you know we've got this um chronic validation seeking disorder but we, we are not really challenging ourselves um, um, to be involved in our own lives to be responsible um, for, 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 our, for our own lives um, we, we expect people to read our minds but we can't predict ourselves we expect people um, um, to, to, to carry a load for ourselves but we can't carry our own emotions we expect people to open doors for us but we can't step up and start walking towards our own destination we, we expect people to make things happen for us but we can stand up and, and start um, channeling our own journey. It, it's like you expect somebody to live a life that you're supposed to live. You expect somebody to do you, but you have to do yourself. So so when we say take charge of your life, we're saying um, to, to, to our listeners and to everybody else to say, uh, the things that you hoped that somebody else will do for you, you got to do it. The, the things that you thought somebody else or you hope somebody else will convince you about yourself, you have to convince yourself. As a matter of fact, the things that you thought were a lie about yourself are a lie. The things that you thought are true about yourself are true. Um, and they, they, this is somebody who said, whether you think you can or you cannot, you are right. So meaning that if you think you're weak, you're weak. If you think you can win, you can win. I was talking to somebody today at work and I said to him that, He's a powerful man. This guy is powerful. And I asked him, do you know that you're powerful? And he said, yeah, I know. And I said, do you know that you've got influence? He said, yeah, I know. And I said, how much of personal development have you invested in yourself to ensure that your influence is in the positive direction? Because we are able to do a whole lot of things, but because we are not involved in our own lives, then the things that we could be able to do end up passing by. And then 20 years later, we realize that, oh, I've passed my own life. 
I have a nephew who seeks assistance with um, schoolwork a lot. Mm. And unfortunately, there are times where the help is just not there. Mm. So when this nephew fails that particular schoolwork, this nephew is quick to point fingers and say, yeah, you didn't help. Hence, I failed. Mm -hmm. And when one is listening to you, they, they have to then think to say, there are times where when things go wrong, mm-hmm. one is quick to point fingers. Mm, it's somebody else. As opposed to looking at the role Inside. that they played in that mm. particular regard. Mm. What do you say about people who shift blame and make excuses? Okay, m- m- look, when, when you shift blame, the first thing that happens about it is that it weakens you. It weakens your ability to, 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 to even get involved. Blame shift shifting, uh, if we were to define it, is when a person does something wrong or inappropriate or gets bad results or and then they dump the blame on somebody else to avoid taking responsibility for their own behavior and a good thing about it is that it can be changed it can be corrected it can be actually made better just referring to the story that you just made there i was listening to somebody um in it, i think it's an audio book and this guy tells a story of a father who had a son who could not do maths um and who was struggling at school for for, for, for various reasons so the teachers started telling the parents that this child needs to be enrolled into this lower class and then he also needs to be enrolled into um, a support classes. So he has to do additional classes. And then the father said, no, my son will not do additional classes. I will teach him to be responsible. So what did the father do? He bought a maths sort of table games and things like that. And then he said, we've got the whole month you have to practice this method. This maths, it was addition, subtraction, multiplication and division. Is that you must master these things this whole table set in less than eight minutes he said they started doing it it took him more than an hour and he was giving up and the father and the son was saying daddy this is too much you are giving me too much responsibility that's what we do when we want to to, to when we have to win in our own lives we look at somebody and say they are actually pressing exerting more pressure on me my boss my husband my wife my children my teachers everybody's demanding too much from me but we don't demand much from ourselves he forced the child he said if you can reduce by two minutes i'm gonna give you a reward here's the thing everybody expects to reward in, in in their in their own lives but unfortunately we do not want to work towards getting the reward by ourselves we want the reward to become from somebody else we want somebody to, to expect to sort of uh, uh, identify the good he said every time the boy reduced um, the slowness by two minutes he gave him a reward he gave him a reward so the prospect of getting a reward made him expect more from himself and to demand more from himself however when you start growing you become an adult as a child you can point a finger at anybody and it looks like it's nothing but when you are a parent and you teach a child to not take responsibility for spilling the water for breaking the glass for peeing on the bed and 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 for all sorts of things they grow up learning to point it at you to take responsibility you so what 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 would what you'd see i've seen there's four things number one you'd play victim when you shift the blame so in, in even in apartheid with even in south africa in the, even in the democratic arena we still look at apartheid to say had it not been for apartheid we would be better had it not been for black slavery we would be better and i've seen people who grew up in the same era who suffered the same things that we're suffering who that other people suffered but they're better than the other people who are on the negative side number two it makes you argue about arguments so arguing about arguments is instead of addressing an issue address how the issue is actually addressed or brought to you so if, if i'm married and then my wife brings something to me and she says uh, you did not talk to me right and i say why do you ask me like that and then and then instead of now me dealing with the issue i start addressing 
the person that is actually addressing it is it or that are addressing the issue at the end of the day i even make the other person feel inferior by the way that i'll then ha- present a harsh argument so for example the old another thing would be they call something you you people who shift the blame they usually throw what we call um, um a stink bomb a stink bomb is 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 when you point at the person who caused something uh, who should actually be your beneficiary and you say you know what you were not there for me when they you know, when your child says we're supposed to get married say i would not get married because my father was not there to teach me about marriage and when you're supposed to to be an employee and you're supposed to perform well you say i could not do it because my boss was not there and you it, every time you can't take it by yourself you if you you married you cheat and then you say he cheated on me or she cheated on me um if if, if and, and all sorts of things we keep on pointing the blame and then uh, the last thing is when you take people on a guilt trip you stay around and you become this sympathetic kind of a person you want everybody to drop down and you mop around you in terms of excuses you make excuses and unfortunately we don't know that excuses are the crutches of the uncommitted it's a luxury of fools that they cannot even afford themselves it's a pathway to the poor it's often um a pattern a trademark of poverty and some of the people have the opportunity of sitting and even masking them and even branding them so well so good that they can make excuses about everything and anything the danger of make, making excuses though is that eventually you believe them you be, you believe those excuses and then you get you, you get stuck in it take charge of your life is our topic tonight on motivation monday with ntlantla mafarafara join us with your thoughts our whatsapp number is 0792951212 and you can also give us a call on 015 1510135 we continue after the break the time is 11 minutes to 8 this is conversations on energy fm on 02.1 and choice fm 101.1 taking charge of your life is our topic tonight on motivation monday with author speaker and coach ntlanda mafarafara who joins us now in studio when one is thinking about um, maturity mm. something that's spoken about quite widely in ntlanda to say that you know you must mature up you must grow up and and in present day they even call it adulting and people are always <laughs> saying adulting <laughs> is so hard and, and and all of these other things and you spoke yes, about taking responsibility earlier mm. yes that's what people say <laughs> that adulting is hard life is hard how but you does, have to be responsible mm. <laughs> so how does one develop an ability to take charge especially mm. of their own lives mm-hmm. in the midst of um, immaturity if we, we can call it that Yeah I, I think maybe we need to also put it it's very clear that when you're not taking charge of your life uh, it's an element of immaturity by, by itself um, it's just that the results will be seen later maybe by not by other people maybe you may not even see it yourself but but let me take you to a story this story that was written over 2000 years ago um about a man he it is recorded that he's that he is that 8 years old he was sitting by a pool called Bethesda and he was sick paralyzed um and it, the the pool of Bethesda was a pool where when when it's it is said that an angel would come in and stay the the pool and then you jump in and then you get healed so jesus walks into the sky and then he says man do you want to be healed do you want to be well that was the exact question and he responds by saying i do not have anyone meaning no one wants to help me and that is the question that that is the response that someone who is not maturing would actually say you know and he says no one wants to help me yes the questions that one I would ask you for was to change that question right do you want to be well no one no, no i don't have anyone do you really want your life to change i am poor 
and, 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 and things like that. Do you really want your life to, or you want to fulfill your dreams? You say, I'm not educated. Do you want to start a business? I don't have money or there's no fund. There's no stand-up, startup funding in South Africa. Do you want to write a book? Publishing is expensive. Uh, do you want your marriage to last or to be well, to, to thrive in your marriage? You say, you know what? We're not with the wife that I'm married to or with the husband that I have uh, and, and so on and so forth. So we keep on pointing. We find wrongs. In everything where we could find something good and it's a mental disposition so where do you start and how do you take your, 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 your how do you take charge of your life you start in the mind you begin with the end in mind i can do this thing and i want to be there in the near future you see here's the thing most of the people i once had a talk not last year that it's not everybody that is male and and 50 years old that is matured and and here's the thing you can you can meet with anybody on the street right now and or wherever is sitting with you right now you can ask them where do you want to be in the next five years? Look in their face. You will see that you've created an electrical misfiring immediately because the people are not thinking about where they're going in, into, into tomorrow. Therefore, the, the, the urge to take charge of their life doesn't come. Number two, you have to deal with the childish mentality, the idea that someone will do it for you. Nobody will do you. You have to do it yourself. You see, somebody will help you to a certain extent, but there'll come a time where the helping hand will be gone. So you have to do it. While the helping hand is there, learn the trick. Learn the art. Learn the, learn, learn the mystery. Stop living in tomorrow. Brian Tracy says, most of the people never achieve anything in their lives because they live in what they call someday I'll. Someday I will do it. Someday I will do that. Someday I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it tomorrow. Tomorrow never comes. Yesterday you said tomorrow, tomorrow. It, it, it never comes. Keep Just act today. Surround yourself with no excuse personalities. You see, when you see other people doing great in their lives and seeing fair and are going higher and higher all their lives, it's because they are standing on the shoulders of giants. It's not because they themselves are giant. Most of the people would have not achieved what they've achieved had they not connected with somebody greater and somebody better. Teach yourself to pay for service. You see, one of the things that is killing South Africa and the developing countries is the spoon feeding of its citizens. So we we, we, we grow up in the mentality and the tendency that says government will do it for you. Your parents will do it for you. Your teachers will do it for you. Nobody will do you. Do it yourself. Wake up and say, look, I'm going to make a difference in my own life. And I'm going to start with me. And then you begin. And then you, you, you start. There's this thing, this new generation thing that we talk about. It begins with you. Mm. Your life begins with you. Your change begins with you. Your destiny begins with you deciding that I want to do that. When, when, when say, how do you expect a man to get married and have children and, and, and go to government and say, build me a house? And that's what is going on today in South Africa and in, I'm sure in some other developing countries. Stop expecting other people to do service for you. Tell yourself that you are the one who's going to provide service. And here's the good thing about it. When you tell yourself that you are the one who's going to provide services, you, life has a tendency of opening and making a way for somebody who knows where, they're going to, where they are going and what they want to do. When you stay, say there is no opportunity, opportunity shuts doors. When you say there's too much to do, opportunities open doors. Determine what you really want and go after it with all your life as if your life depends on it some people don't even know what they want which is sad deal with and overcome limitations hold the thought i think we have a call on the line good evening and welcome to conversations all right they must have got cold feet please no. continue that's case. so i was saying that deal with the limited beliefs you see we sometimes we don't believe in ourselves and maybe it's because of the way the things that have been told to us over and over and over again that we started believing embark on a personal improvement and development journey and the last thing maybe stop comparing yourself with others
You are you. The statement about life has a tendency, can you repeat that? Life has a tendency of opening a door for someone or making a way for someone who knows where they are going. And that's how it goes. If you see more successful people in their lives, it's because they started on a journey of of, of success and then it opens them a door. It either connects them to somebody else or something like that. Got you. Jeffrey Litzalor at Men says, Hi guys, I agree with Ndlandla. We expect way too much from others and that is as a result of wanting to receive more instead of giving more mm-hmm. and expecting less. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about how does one actually take charge relating to leadership and personal development. And just as you answer that, is it easy taking charge of one's life? Let me start with the last question. No, hmm. it's it's not easy. Maybe this is where this adulting thing comes in. (laughs) Maybe this is where it comes in. Because when you become an adult, when you decide to say, I am an adult when you are an adult, is when you create a door to say, you start to say, you can expect something from me. Hello, you can expect something from me. And that's what a leader is. When, when we take, when you talk about taking charge with respect or in relation to, to leadership, um, uh, taking charge is when you decide as a leader that you want to be the leader that you want to follow. You want to be the one that you want to follow. Meaning that you want to live a life in such a way that if you were be, to be led by somebody else, you'd rather be led by you. And I, I, usually, I remember I asked this question in some, in, in, even here in, in, in some seminars and I asked, would you follow your own advice? Would you take your own advice? Can, can you take your own advice? Can you trust yourself with yourself? You know, can, can, if you were to assess your mind right now, are you happy with your thoughts? Could you do what you are thinking about right now? Is it, is it really what you want to do? I mean, if you say you are taking charge of your life, it means you decide intentionally to start infusing your mind with positive thoughts, positive energy, and drive yourself with a vision-driven activity and say, I see the future and, and my vision or what I see that in the next five years, in the next 10 years or 20 years, this is where I'm going to be. The second thing is you commit to an action. A leader will tell you, how they got where they are and they will tell you how they're going to get where they want to go and most that's this is where we, we you are in a place and we ask you Rebecca how did you get here and you're like uh, you know what and people don't have an answer. In, 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 my, in my Christian background when we ask people complicated questions like that we say it's grace. We say it's grace. But we can tell that grace met action and it created the favor and something happened. Number three determine and demand more from yourself. You see, when you seek personal improvement, great great leaders and so many people that, that you know, they, they, they look at their lives into the future and say, I want to be the hero that I want to see. So if in my life, I, I always tell myself that when I look back in my life, where I, say, I remember I wrote that time on Facebook and before I, I, knocked, I, 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 did, I knocked off myself from, from Facebook, I wrote on my status and even on my WhatsApp that, that when, I'm, when I'm grown up and 50 or six years old, I want to look back and say, I am my hero. Why? Because this is the man that I'm pursuing. So my hero is me in the next 10 years, is me in the next 20 years. So I demand the action that me in 10 years will look back and say, you know what? at 30 years you've done a good job if you were to write a letter right now to the 20 year old you to the 15 year old you what would that 15 year old receive you know what would he say in in you would you say you know what i i hate you 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 neglected me i hate you you robbed me of action i hate you you did not believe in me i hate you 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 know write if you were to write a letter what would that letter look like leave an action and goal oriented life nobody hits a target they don't see you can just walk around and say i'm going to be a success but you can't even determine what you mean by that kind of a success you can't tell yourself that i'm going to lose weight and you don't decide how much weight you want to lose by when because if you say i'm going to lose weight it can be in the next 50 years you can walk every day and eat 
yourself to hospital bed still saying, I'm going to lose weight because you haven't determined what exactly that you want to do. The last one, have focus. Jack Kenfield said, successful people maintain a positive focus in life no matter what is going on around them. They stay focused in their past successes rather than in their past failures. And then they also focus on the next action that they need to take and the action that will get them closer to their fulfillment and the fulfillment of their set goals. I don't know where the time has gone to. Do we have a quote of the week? There's a statement that is said by uh, Mahatma Gandhi. I said, be the change that you want to be. And I think that's where you, you, you take charge. And another thing is, um, I don't know who said this, but you are the one that you've been expecting. Hmm. Contact details. They can get me on my mobile 076-023-5161 or email me at info at farascreations with a Z dot co dot z a. Thank you so much, Ntlandlama Farafara. We'll hear from you next Monday. Mm -hmm. It's a great pleasure. Okay, that's where we're going to leave it for Conversations tonight. Coming up next is Stanley Brown. And a big thank you goes to my producer, Mami Morashwa. We meet again tomorrow evening, same time, same place, with many more conversations. Please keep safe and good night.